Anecdotes for success. Level up with truth, meaning, trade-offs, perspective. All right, Matt. I know we've both had crazy busy weeks. We won't bore the viewers with that, uh, but we got to stay consistent, get this episode in. Uh, the funny thing is we had a phone call last week where we ran it and raved for about a half hour. And we're like, this would have been a good episode. Let's talk about this next time we're on the podcast. And all day we've been back and forth texting. We can't remember what it was we talked about. No, which which is sad because I felt like it was going to be such a good topic. But, you know, you, you just said a moment ago, was it something about taking action? And, and I'm not sure it was. And I'm not sure it wasn't either. I, I can't say that whether or was or wasn't because that would definitely be something we would talk about. You can't confirm nor deny that. No, I cannot. But I I, I think that regardless, that topic in itself is is one that we um really should uh, discuss to some degree. And, and I, I, you know what, the more I think about it, the more I think it might've been, that might've been that, but you know, the, the, the problem that I see or the, the thing that happens all the time that I see is here's what I hear all the time, Paul. And I, I believe these people, but I hear, I had that idea or, you know, all that property. I just saw someone bought it. And now they're, you know, renting it out, making a bunch of money on it or something. I told my wife or my husband that, that we should do that. You know, it's always this like hindsight. You know, I had this idea. It made sense. And now someone's doing it, using it, whatever the case may be. And there's almost this like gratification that, that I hear in people like, look, look how right I was. And. The question is, why the heck didn't you do anything, right? And yeah, so they they actually feel like they succeeded because someone else did the idea they should have done. Yes, but they so they get the they get the benefit of knowing or thinking, wow, I, I nailed another one, right? Without any of the risk, without any without any of the action that is actually required because the fact of the matter is could drive up and down any road in the United States and I could find properties that would cash flow and be of good value and and be good investments. The finding of them, um, the, the the you know the 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 idea of that or or many other things is so elementary to me. It's it's that's not that's not where the value lies. The value is in the action. The value is in the you know what we could do this. Let's go make an offer. Let's work with a bank. Let's make the purchase. Let's fix it up, or then let's do the work to rent it out. Do the work to run the numbers. Do the you know there's the story that look how right I was. It's just such an empty story to me, and it's but I think that's it. It's like I get to justify my entrepreneurial prowess without any of the risk, and sadly, none of none of the benefit either. Yeah, same story as the people that you know, pick sports games and don't have any skin in it or wager on it. Uh, ironically, those same people are just as excited when you don't fail. Or I mean, when you fail. Oh, I told you that wouldn't work. Okay, well, you're, you're still at step zero. I, I don't understand it. 
Yeah, you know, I was listening to it to uh, Gary on that topic. I was like, you know, Gary Gary V. Um, I saw a video of his, and he's a great content creator. He he really is. He's fantastic. But one of the things he was talking about that hit home with me was he said, forget his term uh, exact wording, but it was basically entrepreneurship is a contact sport. Something that he goes, you're you're not you're not doing it without some failures you're not you're not coming out without a bloody lip or a bloody nose or you know figuratively speaking of course although i'm sure the physical ones are there too at times but you don't you don't get no nobody he was saying this nobody's undefeated as an entrepreneur like everyone gets hurt everyone gets you know gets knocked down and i mean that's come he's a highly successful one as you know um but that's true and and therein lies the problem right nobody nobody wants to risk a failure nobody wants to risk the, the consequences of that failure because sometimes obviously it can be emotional um but the emotional part of it's kind of nothing compared to the financial part and and for in some ways so uh there's a lot of there's a lot of uh downside potential downside to it and since everyone gets bloodied and bruised along the way to some degree the chances are that's going to happen to you. I know it's happened to me. Um, so boy, it's a lot nicer to sit, sit on my couch and, and, uh, drive around with my spouse and tell them all the great ideas I can point out. And then when someone's doing it, I can say how I knew it, I knew it, but and, and that is 95, seven, eight percent of, of people. And, and, and it always, it always will be. You're spot on. And I love Gary V. One thing I show my students like once a month is he has a content piece where he's like, you literally won the bleeping lottery of life for being more. And if you're born in America, that's like such a small percentage of humans in the history of the world. And what do people do? They just watch it waste away, whether it's on their app. They, 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 uh, they're spectators, I guess, instead of players. And, you know, I, I started later. Uh, I just don't know why people don't pursue more and take action. And and I think it was take action. That seems to be what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah I think it, it, it must have been, too. I really think it was, too. So how do you get somebody like 98%? I mean, you're so busy. Like, if you're so busy building your life, you don't have time to help other people. But there's still a meaning and a purpose when you do get to help people. I mean, that's to me, that's what it's all about, the whole servant leadership. So it gets frustrating for me when I watch people spectate and criticize me. How do you get them to participate? I know it's a great question. In fact, I, I, it's, it's difficult because we're all, as humans, I think it's biological. We are we are created to, be, take it, to try to be safe, right? Because I don't want to, you know... Uh, I don't want to, I don't want to lose my life. I don't want to lose my livelihood. I don't want to lose, you know, that that's so the best way to do that for many people is just be conservative and, 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 and be safe. I don't mean conservative from a political standpoint. I mean, it from a, from a, a risk tolerance standpoint. And, um, but the problem with that is that's not what we dream about, right? That's not what, that's not how we're, 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 like that's not where the meaning comes from. That's not where the adventure comes from. Um, so there's, there's, there's a couple issues here. There's that, 
we're wired that way. And, and you, so you got to overcome that, especially if you want to pursue your dreams. Um, there's also this fear of what other people think, right? Well, what, what, what will people think if I fail? And, and, you know, we've talked about that in the past a little bit, but you know, that, that cripples people so much. And then there's the biggest crippler in my opinion, which is the one where you're comfortable and and that's the one that I, I think is the biggest danger to people. They have this level of comfort. Ah, I can pay the bills and go to vacation once a year. And, you know, I've got a, 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 a 401k or my pension or, you know, although that word's going to go extinct here soon, pension. Um, and, and, you know, I, I am just comfortable. And if I'm comfortable, I don't my desire to take risks is dissipated because you know um what what's the upside isn't worth the downside in some people's minds um right. in, in most people's minds and 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 now i don't agree with them but um and and then you know then i my personal experience there you are and they're 50 or 55 or 45 or whatever the number is. And I get this, my God, it wasn't there more to this whole journey than where I'm at. You know, my, uh, oftentimes my kids are grown now and gone and all that time and, 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 and energy and, and effort that I put into that, that really was wonderful and, 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 and amazing. And, and it's not a, a negative by any means, but it was a good distraction for 18 years or 20 years or whatever the number was, it was a good distraction. And now, Oh man, who am I? What is there? Um, I see, I hear it and see it often. And um, but I think it's a variety of things. What do you think? Well, I want to go back to you said the upside isn't worth the downside. It's funny because I think the opposite. Like the upside's everything. There's no downside to trying, to taking action, to pursuing. I mean, I guess there could be a loss financially or time. Yeah. Uh, technically, you, I mean, you could probably go into a relationship, maybe depending on what you're pursuing. But then you know what? If those things are downsides, then I don't know what I'm. If those things are downsides, then you're not. You don't have the right support staff to pursue what you want to do, anyways. Like those aren't really downsides. Those are excuses. There's no mm -hmm. down. There's no downside. To, to living your life and pursuing what you want to do. Failure is not a downside. Failure is a lesson, right? If you lose some money, that's not a downside. That's, well, what could I do better next time? So I, I, I rambled a little bit, but I think you see the point. No, you didn't. No, I think that's, a, I think that's the point. I think it, it, it's how you view it, right? If your view is, well, it didn't work the way I wanted to. Therefore it was a, a loss of money or loss of time. And, and that's all you got out of it. You never, you didn't learn anything from it. I, I suppose that would be a way to look at it. Um, I don't think most people who succeed in these areas in, in, in anything, I mean, I don't care who you are. If you're, if you're successful and what, maybe you're the best vet in the world, you had to take some risks, I'm sure, um, you know, and, and, and lose in some ways. And, whether it's time or money or whatever the case may be, but you don't get anywhere without taking the, these risks. You don't, you don't get the, again, you don't get the joy of the adventure. And, you know, I, I, I read every morning there's, there's, I think it was a book you turned me on to um, the daily stoic. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. So I, I, I read that every morning 
and so much of that hits home with me and, and people should read that it's one one day one page and it's based on the day of the, the, the calendar day and uh so much of that resonates with me about and believe it's, it has nothing to do with finances right it's not a financial book by any means but it resonates in terms of how people live their lives in this risk averse um in, in this 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 one of the things that was either today or yesterday was talking about people sitting on the sidelines, basically watching other people live their lives as a spectator, not realizing that they have one life. They have literally you have one. I mean, unless you uh, believe in other other things, um, which I don't know to be true or not true. I just I, I don't think that's a way to look at, look at it. And as far as I know, we have one life. Let me put it that way. And if you have one life and you look at your, your life as that, like, I, this is it. This is it. I'm Next year, I'll be a year older and a year closer to, to being gone. When you look at it from that point of view, I, I don't know how I don't know how you sit on the couch and watch TV. I don't know how you I don't know how you get the old. Well, nah, that's you know, I'm, I'm just going to play it safe in, in every facet of my life. I. I don't think you can, but I think that's what people do. Yeah, I don't even understand. I, I'm so bad now, Matt. People are like, oh, they start talking about the show on Netflix or the show on Hulu or show on TV. I don't even know what they're talking about. They're right. Like, well, you, you don't watch that stuff? Well, I get up at 530. I do some non-negotiables at client appointments, school, practice, work at night. And then maybe on the weekends, I'd rather go out and actually talk face to face with people or my wife. Like, yeah, why would I live in fake land? And I'm not saying I have a couple shows I watch. Don't get me wrong. But why would I prioritize a show over doing something in life? I, I don't get it. You got one shot, like you said. Yeah, no, me too. I think, you know, it's it's safety. It's it's comfort. Um, you know, there, there's a, a there's a one thing that always bothers me. There's a lot of things that bother me. There's one thing that's on my mind that bothers me. It's this, uh, you hear this on your deathbed, you're never going to wish you worked more hours or made more money or anything like that. And I don't disagree with that. That's not what I'm saying, but on your deathbed, you're not going to wish you watched another Netflix show or, or, you know, I, I w wasted more time not doing something again doesn't mean you have to go clock in go to work but you know what are you producing what are you giving to the world to your family to your community what are what are you giving back what and and that might be in business it might be in your church it might be uh, uh, volunteering in, in a million different ways uh, or it might be out trying to make money I, I don't care i don't i don't care coaching on and on and on and on right so no i i agree with the you know yeah you're not going to be thinking that you wish you'd spent more time in the office well i i don't spend time in the office because someone's over my shoulder telling me to spend time in the office i'm there trying to produce something of value that other people benefit from that builds camaraderie builds a team um, people are willing to to compensate for in some in some way, shape, or form to provide value and production to the world. I'm not going if I stay another hour, I'll make another thirty dollars an hour or, or whatever it is. People who have that viewpoint, in my opinion, are they're, they're looking at it all wrong. They're looking at it all wrong. What I think most people, 
on their deathbed do is they regret the things they didn't do, Paul. They regret the chances they didn't take and 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 the, the things they've missed out on because of it. But there's this wonderful uh, defense mechanism we have that we can just say, I'm not doing it because I'm not going to regret, you know, trying to make an extra buck when, you know, um, that's not what I'm about, whatever. They're missing the point. The point isn't about making the extra buck. The point is the the journey and the adventure along the way. And you don't find it on your couch. Yeah. You know, I say it all the time. I'm, I'm no psychologist, uh, but it's easy to not regret in the present what you don't ever try. Right. Because right. you always you always think you have more time. You always think you have more time. That's why uh, procrastination is okay when it comes to assignments, when it comes to a deadline, when it comes to getting some work done. But in the greater things in life that mean the most to you, regardless of whether you're producing something that has value and money attached to it or helping your community or coaching, there's no timeline attached to that. So if you don't do it, you don't know any better until you get to your deathbed and now there's a timeline and you can't do it anymore. So you yeah. just keep pushing. Yeah, I want to lose weight. I'm going to go on a trip. I'm going to start another job. I'm going to study for something. And you can just push it off because you can be distracted by everything else, thinking you have the time. But when you're on a deathbed, you realize you don't have the time anymore. And I think I think we think that way. I mean, I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I go try a lot of new things because someday I won't be able to travel. Someday I won't be able to run, right? Someday uh, you're not as healthy as you are. So we... 2%, 5% of the population goes and does that. The rest just keeps kicking it down the road thinking there'll be a perfect time someday. And there's not. There's not. There never will be. It's it's one of the other traps, right? It's wait until my kids this or my promotion that or, or, or whatever the perfect alignment is. Um, and, and that won't, you know, that won't come either. And you know, I try to put myself, it's been a lot of years since I've, I, I haven't been doing my own thing, you know? So I try to put my, I try to rewind myself and try to put myself back in that mindset, um, more of the fear. And, and Paul, let me tell you, I got, I got fear too. And one of the, one of the problems in, in my world is to whatever degree success I, I've had, there's always, you know, there's, there's, you know, there's, there's more. I'll give you an example rather than trying to come up with with a, an explanation that's not. I thought you were going to mention. I thought you were going to mention LeBron James or Tom Brady or something. But go go ahead. You know, <laughs> like I'm I'm in the middle of buying a bunch of assets right now. Okay, that that twenty years ago I couldn't have afforded. Ten years ago I couldn't have afforded. Okay, uh, five years ago I couldn't have afforded. But now I can. But even now I'm buying them, Paul, and now it's stress. It's putting a burden on me financially. So it's like, oh, I can afford it now. Well, you still kind of push your limits. Does that make sense? Like like yeah. 10 years ago, I couldn't have even done it because I didn't have the money, the down payments, the the the, the worth, whatever the banks are looking for, because I, I take out loans on these things, um, most everything is my is my strategy but it means you have to come up with cash to put down and those kinds of things and you know as i sit here in a position with you know the, the number of businesses i have and, and such now instead of buying you know 
an, an investment property that was $60,000 or $80,000 or $100,000. Now it's a half million or a million dollars or whatever it is. So now it's, it puts more. So I'm, I'm like putting the same amounts of stress on me because, uh, because I have to put more down, right? Even though I might have it now, now I still have to put more down. So it puts a, the stress on me. So I'm not immune to any of this. I'm, 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 I'm living it. I'm right in the, I'm right in the heart of it right now. And frankly, I'm very uncomfortable because of it. Um, it's putting a lot of financial pressure on me right now, which, which I plan for and, 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 and work through and, and all those, but it doesn't mean I don't struggle, you know, mentally because I do in which everyone watching can, can attest to, I'm sure. But, you know, there, I used to have the idea, Paul, that, well, so-and-so, look how much, how successful they are. They don't have these concerns anymore. They don't have this, you know, as a business person or an entrepreneur, they get to do things that I don't, and they get to do it stress-free. Well, I'm here to tell you that's not the case. I, I love it. I mean, I know, I've known you a long time, so I know the history of what you've been through and i always ask you uh and i we won't talk about it today but you'll never retire because you what's your it's part of your adventure your meaning and your purpose right you're, you're always going to push yourself i mean it'll shift at different ages it has to has to and yeah. speaking of action if it's okay i want to talk about a potential intern you might have can we talk about that yeah yeah definitely so i was just talking to him today speaking of taking action right yes Yes. Uh, I believe you're going to have a student of mine be an intern of yours. I am. And we we talk about it in class all the time. What's in it for him? Like, why why would he care about doing some jobs for you that you could get anybody to do? Yeah, it's it's that's yes, he is. And, and uh, uh, Monday, I think, is when we're getting together for the first time. We've had phone conversations and such. And I was super impressed with him because his attitude was the one that, that I really gravitate towards. And it's, I want to learn from you and your business uh, is in and, and my wife and, and that kind of thing. I want to learn from you. The value is in learning from you. I can get so much more out of that than, Hey, pay me $15 an hour, $20 an hour, $10 an hour or wh whatever it is. And, and it's not, I'm not willing in, in, in those areas. Believe me, I pay lots of people. Um, it's a recognition that the opportunity is there to network, to learn, to learn things that, frankly, if I'm paying you $20 an hour, I'm not going to teach you. I, 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 you're not going to get the, you're not going to get on the inside to learn these kinds of things. If I'm paying you $20 an hour, you better be out, you know, uh, producing for me. Right. Right, right, at, right. At least twenty, at least twenty-one dollars an hour worth of worth of production. Otherwise, why am why am I going to pay you twenty dollars an hour? Right. You know what I told them? Kids will go pay literally hundreds of thousands of dollars to go to school, and then need an internship or not be happy with the job they have afterwards. All you're giving up is your time. You're not going into debt, and you have the potential to learn from somebody that's. Spoke with our class. I consider you my my teaching assistant, even though you're much more qualified than that. I don't mean it that way. I just mean no, I'm uh, me mentor should be lead mentor should be a better term. And uh, he's super excited. I, I said, you know, we talk. I, 
I don't know why you have to go to college, if you ask me, from what you're doing right now. Two years you could go to college or go to go to the local community college and use your credits. People get so mad at me when I start bringing that conversation into the mix with high school seniors. Like, what's the point right now? Do, do you do you do you see that change, that attitude changing at all over the years? What's your thought on that? Well, the last two years, definitely, where more kids now, they leave my class with between high school and my class, they almost have 36 credits at the local right, community right, college. Right. It's a lot. So I try to push and back to downsides. What's the downside of going to the local community college for one year working, figuring out what you want to do, then go to college more directed for only two years instead of yeah. maybe losing the credits and going. And they think they're going to lose out on this great college experience, but you could go at 21, 23 and still have that if it's something you want to do. But once you start that downward spiral of debt, like like if 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 the said kid, we had an early, another conversation, if some college graduate came to you and wanted to do an internship, it's too late. They can't afford to put the time in. They've got bills to pay. They've got stuff. They might have relationships. A high school senior can right now. And they lose nothing out of it. Maybe some time. But I, he's not going to lose time. You you know that, and I know that. Right, right. Uh, no, the the, the trade off is is immense in this situation, and and whether it's me or wh whoever, who you know, as long as that person takes meaning me in this situation takes it seriously, that I have an obligation to this person, right? You know, I have an obligation to make sure that this person gets um, value for their time and what they're they're trading in return for me, and and. Again, when when someone comes in with the mindset of I'm here to learn, I'm not asking for anything other than an opportunity to get inside your head and inside your business to some degree and see how it works. What they're going to take out of that is worth so much more than some stupid, you know, paycheck of, of 15 or 20 dollars an hour. Um, and and the, the people and I know these people, I run into them all the time who give me the. Well, I tell my kids, or I won't. I won't do anything unless someone pays me. You're not getting. That's that's fine. I know exactly how those people's lives end up. Ninety nine percent of the time. I mean, I'm sure there's exceptions to the rule, like like anything. But you know, I I, I know if that's your mindset that someone owes, like, what do you have to offer me in return? Um, I I know where that that permeates through everything pe people a person does in their lives. And it, it, it leads to poor decision-making in a lot of areas, in my opinion. Well, I, I'm going to leave us with this and I'm going to blow your mind. Cause I just thought of this while we were yeah. talking. You ready? I, I hope you yeah. can stay composed. Learning, right. Is the ultimate way you get better. I mean, through at, you got to learn, you got it through, I mean, learning through action and experience, especially. Right. Okay. Uh, can you learn while you're working? Of, of course. Okay. Well, somewhere along the line, I don't know if it's the colleges, it's the mindset, it's just society. We dropped the L from learn and everybody now wants to work to earn instead of mm -hmm. work to learn. Good I'll point. You, I, I, hey, that's a I, pretty good one, huh? I like that. You got to do something with that because I, I it, it's it's a good it's a good way to look at it. And look, there's a time when you – you need to work to earn. You got responsibilities, you know. But um, when you have the 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 privilege to work to learn, 
and you can put yourself in the right with the right person or people, you can, you're not going to be able to compare, you know, what what you would have earned versus what you're going to learn, especially because most of those people, uh, they don't need you. It's an opportunity. You know what right. I mean? It's not like it's like not. Hey, look, you bring this skill to the table that's so valuable to me that I have to pay you for it. When you're 18, 19, 20 years old, 16, 17, 15, chances are you don't have those skills yet. You don't you don't have you 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 don't have the ability to monetize on your skills yet. You haven't earned it yet. That day will come and it'll come a lot faster and a lot and they'll be you'll be worth a lot more if you've worked to learn for a period of time first. And if you can do that without taking on debt through the college system, you're twice as far ahead. Yeah. When you work to earn, the trap is that's all you know how to do is is trade your time for money, right? True. Exactly. Hey, man. Uh, I think we figured out what we were going to talk about. So do I. So do I. God, we're geniuses. I, I, yeah, I've been called a lot of things. That's not. That's not <laughs> yeah. Hey, we, sh we should be back. The next couple of weeks, we're going to be back to some guests. So I'm excited about that. I don't want to give them away. Yeah, we so. got a couple couple fun ones yeah I'm, I'm excited too definitely absolutely hey till next time see ya all right bye-bye